Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Look, either you're going to do it and you're not. Either this your role or you're not. And so now we got into this thing where nothing is defined no more. It's just be whatever you want to be. And so if you can be whatever you want to be, you can define your own rules. That means you're never wrong because people can't handle being wrong and held accountable. Accountability is out the window. It looks like you have so many feelings, Fred, that you didn't even ask my question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the TMF Podcast, where there are too many feelings. I'm your host, T. Staples, and I'm joined today by... Shemaine Man, Freddie Pete. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but uh, who, who else we got? Yeah. Hey, what it do? It's your girl, Lana Boo. And... Yeah. It's the good doctor, Dr. Buddy Lee. All right, he done added some prolixes back, y'all. Yeah. He good. He good today. He is good. <laughs> I think with today's subject, he, he's real good. Oh, we're going to see. Listen, for all y'all listening, we'll bring you all these feelings from the comforts of our home. That's right, 100% remote. So if you feel our show, show us how you feel by subscribing so you can get notified when the new episodes drop. And if you like what you're hearing, send us a message. Our handles are in the description. We'd love to hear how you feel. In today's episode, we're going to put it all on the table. Should men be expected to pay it all or should women chip in? But before we get into that topic... I'm going to play y'all a couple of clips just to set it up. That's right. Uh, I, I went on the internet and I scoured some, some, some different things. And I, and I found a few people talking about this same topic. You, you actually could type this in. Uh, should men pay? Should we pay 50-50 or should men pay at all? Put that in your search bars and see what comes up. And, and you'll find yourself going down a whole rabbit hole of information. So I'm going to play a couple of clips. Three, not a couple, three clips to kind of give some context and to help spark some thoughts on the matter. Here we go. What's interesting for us is that we've, we've been together for almost 10 years, mm-hmm. lived together for about four mm-hmm. and been married for one and a half. And we've never like, we've never gotten to the point where we feel like we need to actually combine finances. We still mm-hmm. have completely separate bank accounts because we just, I think from an early stage got used to like, alternating with the larger purchases, like if we're going out to eat or, you know, he'll buy the plane tickets home and I'll rent the car or whatever. So we've kind of maintained that and it just works really well for us because we each know exactly what's coming into our accounts and we know what we can afford to splurge here and there. We both, like we talk about saving, like our own savings and stuff. It's just, it's just worked out well. So I, so there wasn't like some huge change when we moved in together because we just kept doing the same thing. Like yeah. I, I write him a rent check every month and yep. then he writes the full check to our landlord. And like, yep. we just kept doing that. And it's just <laughs> been yeah. easy. And we like never argue about money or anything like that because yep. we just, he's just yeah. there. It ain't broke. Yep. Don't fix yep. it. You know, nope. yeah. <laughs> we have our own sort of accounting methods that we both use and, um, yeah, we both make it work. <laughs> I think the biggest challenge uh, for managing our money when we first moved in together was how to split living costs. Like, you know, rent is easy, utilities are easy, but like 
going out together food and, having and dinner, yeah. drinks yeah. and all the other little Groceries, stuff. Yeah. Just the household necessities, just realizing that one of us who might have taken on more of the, you know, day-to-day -day things that we do, <laughs> started paying for more of them, but was making less money. So figuring out how to balance that and how to make that a little bit more equal. So money is like the, since we got, since we got married has been like the hardest thing to figure out and we're still figuring it out. And funny thing is, is that like um, most of our friends who also have gotten married recently are also in the same boat. Um, but I would say the smartest thing we've done is having a joint credit card together. Where yeah, like we no longer that. we no longer like get to the checkout counter at the grocery store and are like, oh, can you put half on this card, half on that card? We have like this joint card. And I think that's like starting us down the path of like figuring it out, but it's hard. Mm. Okay, so there was a few couples there. Uh let's take a listen to uh an alpha male. Or a self-proclaimed alpha male. Let's see what he has to say on the matter. Ways I'm setting my ways very firmly, and they go back since I was very young. I can remember even, you know, as a young teenager, you know, where I was in, involved in some kind of relationship with with a girl, and they always had more money than I did. I was always broke, and in those instances where I didn't have the money to pay, I would just not go. So the answer to the question is: When it comes to me, I would never ever, under any circumstance, allow a woman to pay for a bill. I mean, the only exception, let's say, is if for some reason, you know, we were out and we were eating and we had already eaten and I forgot my money. Maybe if I forgot my cash or misplaced it, I would let her pick it up and then I'd reimburse her right away. But aside from that, to contribute towards the bill, not even one cent, ever. And that's just my personal thing. You know, uh, I, I can't imagine asking for a girl to pay for half that I invited out or I'm spending time with. So mm. this, for me, not only applies to women, but also to anyone younger than me, uh, employees. Every employee I've ever had, if I've ever had any meals with them, taken them out anywhere, even if we go out for drinks, I never let them pay for anything. It's always mm. on me. Uh, and it also applies to female friends. Girls who are not my dates, not my girlfriends. You know, if we have drinks together, we eat together, whatever it is, I never let them pay. All right? Uh, for me, when it comes to the home bills, you know, if you're going to live with a woman, in my opinion, you should never, ever ask her to pay for half. If you're in a position where you can afford to pay for it, you pay for it. Uh, if you guys made that agreement that you're going to move in together for financial reasons you know, to make both of your lives easier in that sense, and it was already discussed that you were going to each pay half the rent, fine. Um, but the dating thing is the more troubling thing. And what I would advise you young men out there to do is don't be like that, guys. Don't be like that because it's really a bad look. You know what I'm saying? Have some fucking honor. You are the man. There is a clear distinction between men and males who don't know how to be a fucking man, and this is one of them. You as a man, you pay, no matter what it is. Jeez, all right, well, hey, man, you heard what he said. Be a fucking man. Be a fucking man. Okay, well, we got one last clip, one last clip for y'all. This is from the religious man. And that's why a lot of men disagree with me because they are not spiritually, they are not leaders because they don't understand the Bible. 
And if you understand the Bible, the way God set things up, he never asked a woman to pay half of anything. God told the man, you the head of your wife, and to lead your wife. And one way a man lead his wife is by providing for her. So when it comes down to the to the mortgage, when it comes down to the to the light bill and food and electric and reliable transportation, that is a man's responsibility. Point blank. Some of y'all gonna disagree with me now. If a woman single and she working, making her money and she got a career and she happy, I'm not telling the woman when she meet a man to sit down and let him just take no, I'm not I'm not saying that. If a man, a man should not force his wife to start working. A man should never force his wife to do anything that she don't want to do. But if something happens to that woman where she gets sick or her job lay her off, she get fired, that man ought to be in a position to take care of that woman. Point blank. That man ought to be in a position to take care of that woman. And she should have an option whether she want to work or not. That's what a real man do. That's why I don't believe in the 50-50. Because the Bible don't speak about 50-50. The Bible tells me as a man to lead my wife and my and my family. And one way a man lead is by providing, by being a provider. Now, if a man may not be making what you know what he want to make right now, that's okay. And a woman making more money, that's okay. But I'm trying to teach men and women. I'm trying to teach my women don't be self, don't be with a man who just ain't got no drive, no ambition. He ain't got no goals or nothing. He ain't trying to better himself. He good with bringing home four or five hundred dollars a week, six hundred dollars a week. He good with that. And then he wants you to go out and work and bring home. And y'all go half and half and everything. He want you to cook, clean, and do all that, and give you and, and give him sex. And I'm trying to teach men, women are not sexual like us. We can be behind on our bills and everything, light bill do, the mortgage do. But we when we see our woman, we want to have sex because what we physical. A woman is not a sexual creature like a man. If a woman is not financially secure, it's hard for her to be sexual. It's hard for her to be romantic. When she's worrying about the bill, when she's stressed all about the bills. You got to understand this. So a real man know his role as a man. He know that he's a leader. And one way a man leads is by providing for his wife. God is sending him multiple times. See, let me tell y'all something. See, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. I know we live in a time now where things have changed. And, and we live in a time now that everybody believing in the 50-50 thing. Because y'all let the world tell y'all how to run your marriage. I let the Bible tell me how to run my marriage. Because God's word is my final authority. Straight up. God's word is my final authority. Not men. Not society. I'm not going to let nobody dictate to me and tell me how to run my family. But the word of God. One one of the plagues, like in the Bible, some cicadas or some locusts or something locusts. like that. Oh, okay, <laughs> he had trains yes, and locusts and all kind of noises. <laughs> I feel like God was sending him signs and that message. Okay, so y'all heard those three clips. So we had a couple. Uh, we had three couples. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but the uh, first one was heterosexual. Second one was you know uh, homosexual couple, and then uh, the third one I think sounded like um, female led. Uh, or a woman-led household. Then we had the alpha male, right? Had the 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 self-proclaimed uh, bad boy, alpha male. I do it all. I chop down trees, and uh, the whole nine. And then we had the religious man. Okay, so 
I wanted to give you guys some things that I found on the internet, people's thoughts about this 50-50 thing. Should men pay at all? Should they not pay at all? What I found is there was more often than not a lot of people saying pretty much men should pay at all. Now, you have some situations where people were in relationships and in their relationships, they weren't saying this. But a lot of people who were single, for lack of better words, was talking about this 50-50 thing not being a real thing for men. So I, 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 I played those clips to kind of set up our conversation because when the topic came to me uh, from Alana Boo, I thought to myself, okay, let's see what people are thinking. So what did y'all think about those clips y'all heard? Y'all have any, any overarching feelings that y'all want to uh, 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 just get off your chest before we get too deep about those clips? Uh, I mean, well, as far as me, I mean, the only only one I can kind of get with for the most part was the, um, the, I guess, the preacher, the one that had the trains, planes, and automobiles in his background. <laughs> he had all kind of signs. Yeah, I mean, he, he he was the only one that like made the alpha that guy. He was doing too much. I was like, right, you got to relax, man. He just he was. It's like it's like he was like trying to overcompensate for something. Like yeah, I think I, I think, pay for I everybody, think even my friends, friends, and they friends, and all the friends. Yeah. I'm paying for everything. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he's trying to overcompensate for what he said at the beginning about how he used to be broke. I think you know he used to be broke, and he probably got his feelings hurt a lot not having no money. Because as a man, you ain't got no money, and you go out with people like you know you just feel you feel inadequate because it's like oh, okay, men men in, in, our natural inclination is to you know dominate and take care of conquest all these types of things and, and you go out in the financial especially in america um you know it, it varies from different countries but in america the most powerful country in the world and the richest country in the world you know it's so capitalistic based so it's based on money like the money that you have and and like what he said himself his own his own admission he was broke he ain't had no money he ain't had a key thing that's important in america so he he probably felt inadequate so, so many years and now he's finally got to a place where he's gainfully employed got some money and now he's just like overcompensating it's kind of like kind of like with me and, and shoes like as growing up i didn't have many shoes my, my mom couldn't get me shoes for school but then I started working at shoe stores, and I got older, and I'm able to buy my own shoes. You know, I just became a sneakerhead. I'm just sneakers. Like I just, I want every new pair of sneakers because it's like a, it's like a subconscious overcompensation for when I was a kid. But his is just more stark because it's like I'm an alpha male. I'm a, like what he said. I'm if I even I go out with female friends, I'm paying for them too. And it's like, well, why? Like, bro, like what's <laughs> like y'all just friends. Like, like now, now you get now it's like I get men supposed to take care, but it's it's. That's based in a personal relationship. Like, you know, friendship is a personal relationship, but it's friends transcend gender. Like, if you, you my friend, it's not about your gender. Your gender come into play when we get intimate. That's when it comes into play because then we talking about trying to make children and, and that whole deal. Like, you just my friend. Like, you just my, like, what, like, 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 for example, like, you and Alana Thomas, y'all been friends since school. Like, her, her being a woman don't factor into y'all being friends. You being a man don't factor into y'all being friends. Y'all just friends. That's just a lot. That's who she is as a person, like her mind, which mm-hmm. is not a gender. But but you had something to say? No, I was just agreeing with him. I was just saying, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's all. He's doing like the church, you know, amen. Amen, amen brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Preach it. But you better say it, Pastor Freddie B. <laughs> and what about the first those first three couples? 
Uh, first, they sound like roommates. I mean, they just sound like roommates. What's the difference between them and the roommates? Doing too much. I, I, they talking about, you know, like we got a credit card and um, I'm a, you know, we got a joint credit card uh, instead of us just saying, oh, when we go to the grocery store, okay, so we'll split that in half. I'm going to pay this and I'm going to pay that. Like when it get down to y'all trying to split everything, like that just, yeah, that sound like roommates. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't never had no roommate that exactly. I went to the grocery store with though. I ain't had right. no. I ain't I never had no. That in college. I had a roommate that I had a credit card with. That's why to me, I was like, I don't sound like no roommate to me. That sound like just some just I odd mean, like, well, extreme. Well, the, the first one definitely sounded like a roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the first couple definitely sound like a roommate. The ones that said they got a joint credit card, they 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 just pussyfooting around the whole deal. Like you, you just get a, a bank account. Like, exactly. All your checks go into a bank account, and then and then from there, if you need some money personally, you just pull it out or whatever. And then somebody, because I, I understand how you don't marry somebody you don't trust. Like they they don't sound like they they trust the they partners. Like how you get married, but you don't like yo, we good. Like you just give me the you know the money in the account. Like okay, babe, you know either the wife or the husband is the accountant of the family. Whoever is the most fiscally responsible that you know, like okay, fiscally they be on it. They the accountant, so they handle all the numbers and stuff like that. Okay, the money here, they allocate money for the bills, and like okay, you know here, babe, here you go, here, here you spending money. I got me some spending money in my own little separate account, but you got a central account where all the money going to, and you just pay from there. They got joint credit cards, so they don't have to do the. The awkward uh, tap dance around who gonna pay? Can we split it in half? Cause they don't want to look stupid. That's what it is. How you married and like okay, put half on this car, put half on my car at the grocery store. Like bitch, y'all got rings on, ain't y'all married? They just don't want to look stupid. So let's get a joint credit card. Then from there, I take out my account, I pay half the bill, you pay half the bill. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I'm not doing all that shit. Well, I mean, actually, right, that I don't know if you caught this, Freddie. What you just said is there's no difference in having a joint credit card than having a joint bank account. It would be no difference. Then other than now, the credit card just allows them both to just swipe whenever versus putting on two separate cards. They can just swipe it. And then, like you said, like you were saying earlier, they both pay it off. So that's why I was I was just bringing it up. Like for, for just listen to what they were saying, you're, you're basing it off of like you like you said in your initial uh, statement, trust. We put all the money in here. Right. So that's why I'm just I'm just right, I'm just yeah, thinking out loud. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's yeah, that's. Yeah, that, that's the point I'm getting at. Like, they doing the joint bank account so they can pussyfoot around the situation. Right, they they right. don't have to make that full commitment. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, they, they got the credit card. So it's like, okay, we just do the joint credit card, and that's this little piece. But we – and but they, It made, them, like they it made them feel better. For the grocery store. <laughs> it made them feel better, exactly. Freddie B. It made them feel better. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Right. They, 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 ain't, they ain't trying to be for real. Like, if you don't get married – like, my, my philosophy, you don't get married, like, be for real. Like, mm-hmm. I – I can't imagine I'm about to marry somebody and they just they ain't all in. Like that's it's like a it's like like I said I look at I look at marriage like a business. If I'm a, if I'm gonna do a business deal, we are gonna start a company with somebody. Like you got to be all in. You all in with this company? Mm-hmm. Like we trying to we trying to take this high. Like you like nah. I mean we you know, I'm gonna do this, but I also got this stuff over here. Like okay, if we got this stuff over here, then you not the person I need to start this business mm-hmm. with. Right? It ain't, ain't no love loss, but we we just don't need to go in go in this together. Mm-hmm. Do your thing and I'll find somebody else. No love lost. Do your thing, but hey. So do you all believe that when you get into a relationship or a marriage that you should pull every all your resources together in one place and then disseminate out from there what you're going to use the resources for? Or how, how do you think that approach should be made? I mean, should the man just be handling all the bills and paying everything? Because, I mean, that's the topic of our show. It should be, be expected to pay it all. Or should women chip in? You know what I mean? I don't think the expectation 
me being more of a modern woman and not more traditional. That's good. You I don't think that. the expectation should be that they should pay it all. Um, you know, like growing up in my household, you know, my mother was the breadwinner. So, you know, how her and my dad, you know, they had, you know, just a joint account, all the money going to the account, we pay the bills from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, oh, this your portion, this my portion. You know what I'm saying? These is our bills. This is our money. So, um, that's, you know, just kind of how, you know, my household is ran. We don't, you know, like Freddie B said, pussyfoot around. Well, this, well, you, you, when you went to the store, you picked that up, so you should pay for that. So, you know, like, we ain't got time for that shit. So, I don't think the expectation should be that men uh, pay for everything, at least not me. And nowadays, like when I think about um, if we talk about like just let's just say the median income for a household. Mm-hmm. And basically, let's say like according to the 2019 census, the median income for a household for two people, two working adults was sixty eight thousand seven hundred and three dollars. Mm-hmm. So if we let's just say we're making equal amounts of money, which we know men tend to make more than women. But let's just say if 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 for all intents and purposes, this is equal, that's thirty four thousand dollars each, basically. So. Individually on thirty four thousand dollars, you struggling. So we bring this together, we can you know, we can make a little bit more happen, but. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're not in a situation where on $34,000, he can really carry this whole household, including me too. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't think it's realistic, especially with the way inflation is right now, especially with, you know, just the cost of stuff. Now, if you of course, you have those people, you know, you have some men who, you know, are in the six and seven figures and, you know, and all that and can do that. If you can do that and y'all have that conversation and, you know, what I'm saying and she's, you know, OK with you, you know, paying for everything or if that's her expectation of you because you have it like that, then that's on her. But, you know, me personally when we talking about just the average person, the average household, you know, like we not talking about the one percenters and the five percenters of the world, then I don't think the expectation should be that the man should pay for everything. Hmm. Dr. Buddy Lee, should you men know, pay I, for it all? I, the only question I have with that is, is if a man is taking care of everything and a lot of, a lot of people still look at it the old traditional way, um, how, mm-hmm their parents or their grandparents used to handle things. And usually during that time, most mothers stayed home. The wife stayed home. She ran the house, she took care of everything. So when the husband, the father came in, everything was taken care of. And then she was able to, they were able to tend to each other. Um, But in this day and time, you know, that's not a common thing anymore. 
So and then people's um, wants have increased also. So I I mean, me personally, I'm like with Alana, I rather I rather have us if, if we're both working, I rather us pool all the money into one account. And then maybe we have two separate accounts just for our own personal blow money. Mm-hmm. So it's in no discretion, whatever. That's just what, you know, you use it for what you want. It keeps it separate from what needs to be taken care of in the household. And But I believe putting it all together, it keeps an open line of communication on what's going on. And it helps each other to trust each other. But in this day and time, I don't see that happening because too many people have wants and um, you know, and it goes both ways. You know, one feels that if I'm making more money, then I should be able to do what I, f- I feel. So, hmm. Freddie B, yeah. should the man pay all the bills? I mean, the thing is, nowadays, man, with relationships, the focus gets too, the financial component gets blown out of proportion over the intellectual, the emotional, and spiritual component. These are all like equal components to a whole relationship. So, but speaking specifically to this component, um, and which goes for all of them is, you know, I would say, um, you know, the man's supposed to protect and provide, protect and provide for his woman. So he's supposed to protect and provide for her intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. The thing is, is, you know, it's way harder to actually do those other three financially. Things can change in a month. You know, we all know that we all can, you know, we all know somebody who could, you know, be making 20 K a year and then bang, they hit that they hit that big one. They finally land that big one and now they making two hundred and twenty K a year. And vice versa. <clears throat> so, you know, it's but but we put so much focus on it here in America, because like I said, this capitalistic society, everything is based on money and then and then and then it's it's blown out of proportion. But you you know how women women they they, they so quick to be like, I'm independent. And what I tell women when I had this conversation, like, okay, are you self sufficient or are you independent? Those two different things like self-sufficient is like you a woman you can handle, you can, you know, you can pay the bills and you can sustain yourself until you get that person, that man that's going to properly protect and provide for you. Then, okay, boom, then you can slide in your femininity and do what you need to do. Independent means you don't need a man because if you're something independent, that means it's standing alone by itself. And the thing is, we live in this society in America and and it's capitalistic. And it's based on money. So a lot of women feel like I can do this on my own, but just because they can pay a bill. Paying a bill means nothing. Paying a bill means you just have the money to give to somebody else. Anybody can do that. Any any person, it's people who are who are mentally uh, unable, disturbed, and so on and so forth, that can pay a bill. That means nothing that you can pay a bill. And so we we put a lot of focus on that and not focus on the actual like roles. Like having clearly defined roles that people can operate in and do what they need to do. Because when you have a clearly defined role, then you know if you're sufficient or if you're exceeding or if you're deficient in the role. And then you know, like, okay, I need to do more. I need to take on more responsibility because in my particular role, I'm not cutting this. I'm not cutting the snuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, meeting that bar that I know I need to meet for my wife that I particularly want to meet for my wife or I particularly want to meet for my husband. So, okay, I need to do more. I need to, you know, try to figure out where I can be of more value someplace that I haven't been to, to, to fulfill my duties. Cause that's what marriage is about. You know, a lot of people like I love and they focus on love. Love is that initial foundation and that's the very first part. But then you got a whole other part of duty that builds the house. And then it's like, okay, what are you doing? So, 
to the whole point, should a man pay for everything? I think that, you know, he should be taking care of the at least the lion's share of, you know, the bills or whatever. But, you know, we live in a world, especially a, a world here in America, that's trending away from that. And so, you know, with that being said, it's like, okay, if that's trending away and, and you know, w- you know, women are uh, more increasingly making more than men, if you're that woman that's making all that money, then you as a woman, you have to be comfortable taking care of a man financially. And so then that's a whole nother conversation. Like how many women are comfortable? Like, Oh, I make 300 K he make 50 K and all our money going to one account. And then we just operating regularly. But I know that we, this lifestyle I funded and this man just lives in it. Like, cause men are okay with that. Are women okay with that? That's a good question. You know, we have to ask a lot of people. Are they okay with that? <laughs> but it's interesting. She brought up, Damn, it just all right. Well, you, well, no, <laughs> all but, women can. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, she said her mother took care of the lion's or, or brought in the lion's share of the meat. Uh huh. And so, you know, that's that's something she brought up. So that's why I, I just want to throw it in your lap just because you're the woman on the show. But but, you but have because you know, I, yeah, I have personal experience with this because you know, at a certain point, um, you know, in my dad's career, he blew he blew his back out. Right. And so, and he ended up having to go on disability and we all know disability is, you know, is not much, you know what I'm saying? So, and you only get paid once a month. Um, and so to, now on top of that, now my daddy was a hustler, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, <laughs> hustler, he, baby. he painted, he worked on cars. He, you know, I mean, he, he was a legal uh, hustler. He, he, uh, uh, and and um, legal, illegal for hustler. the most part. Illegal, not not illegal. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. <laughs> for the most part, he was legal. Um, but you know, what I'm saying he had all his little side hustles or whatever. You know, because as a man, he felt it was his, you know, his duty to provide. Now. Was he going to get, you know, caught up and, oh, I you know, I'm going to hustle to the point where I make more money than her. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was not, you know, there wasn't an ego involved with that. It's just that this is, you know, my base income and I'm going to supplement that as much as I possibly can. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To, to take as much of the burden off of her as possible. Right. So, um, but just in terms of like, if that, if that was me in that situation, I'm making 300K, my husband making 50, um, and if as long as is is he does not you know let the ego you know bother him it does not bother me mm-hmm. you know when dealing with the pandemic situation uh we had talked about this in a previous episode where our roles in my household shifted you know where i became you know the breadwinner because everything that my husband does is entertainment based you know all his side streams of income everything like that so all that came to a halt during the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? The Timberwolves weren't playing, the, you know, uh, weddings were canceled, you know, just all, all this type of stuff. And so the income came down to mine in the household. And like I said before, like I felt that pressure, you know, that I'm sure that men feel when everything is kind of riding on them, which is why my mindset is not that I have the expectation that a man just fully support me and take care of me because what the hell was I doing before you came along? You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I'm self-sufficient, not independent, because I don't I don't ride the independent train as as Freddie B has clearly defined. So mm-hmm. but if I'm self-sufficient, then for me just to have the expectation of you coming in like a white knight, you know, just taking over all my cares and all my if you can do that, great, but is is it realistic for me, you know, to be expecting it of you? I don't think so. 
Can you answer this question? And I, mm-hmm. I guess this, I opened this floor up to anybody because, but it's really a question for um, men who have had and lost. And what happens when the man loses his job and the woman just doesn't have it? Exactly. And that's why I will always work. You know, what happens? I mean, I I have... Uh, um. I have a, a couple of friends and I've talked about them in shows in my past where the dynamic was they went into a situation with a woman who was independent. She had everything. She had a house, a car, everything. And similar to what Freddie B said, the, the powers of uh, sort of switched because the man started making more money and to see the household change in real time where the woman then said, okay, well, I'm going to back up and I'm going to allow him to do what he does. I'm going to let him make the money and he's going to bring it in and to t- take that that submissive, more submissive than even what she was before a role. It was just very eye-opening because these, you know, I know one of my friends was one of the, just, I was just like, ain't no way. Like this chick is, she got her shit together, together. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no way she about to, Essentially, like bow down, but you know, uh, submit to submit to him. But she did. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When she made the money and she did when she wasn't making the money. And I thought that was interesting. And so I asked the question, what happens though? When you are in that traditional situation where the man is making it all and that woman has not been making money, she's not been working, uh, she's at home, hopefully doing her her end of the traditional bargain, right? But then he loses his job. What do we do then? I mean, I think the same thing you do if you buy yourself. Just think about, like, you know, any single man, you like me, I'm by myself. I lose my job. What I got to do? I, you know, I, by myself, I still got stuff to pay, all that type of stuff. Same thing, you know, and even vice versa. What if, you know, he loses his job, vice versa. She taking care of the house. What if, you know, she get pregnant? Women get pregnant. They last trimester. They can't just be moving around and still doing everything or she get hurt or something. She can't just move around the house, clean this, cook this, do this with the kids. What happened? He got to go, well, you know, the dude, he working. He got to, he got to boss up. He got to carry some extra load you know that's the whole thing a partnership yeah, it's, a, it's just like exactly. in sports it's a partnership you, it's like in sports like the minnesota timberwolves you know what i mean you got you got a uh, uh carl anthony towns you got d'angelo russell you know you got all these other players you know towns cat 
He might got an off game. He only scored 12 points. That's when D'Angelo Russell got to step up. Other people got to step up. You got to fill in the blanks. You just don't quit. Like, all right, well, she pregnant her last trimester. She got, you know, deep vein thrombosis <laughs> and because of the baby. And, and she, you know, she going through some physical stuff, which, you know, we all like pregnancy is a rough is. time for a woman. You know what I mean? So, you know, or the first trimester, she got, morning you know, sickness. she having morning yeah. sickness. And, 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 yeah, she, and some women, I heard they yeah. had it bad. Like, they can't keep nothing down. They yeah. can't eat. You can't eat, yeah. you weak. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of unrealistic to be like, OK, she's still you still got to keep going. You know, hopefully you know, you got a wife that, you know, you know, back and forth. Y'all love each other. and She's going to still try to do a, do something, but she ain't going to be 100 percent, right. basically. So that she might be knocked down to 60 percent. She might be able to fight up to 60 percent at least. But that's 40 percent that now you got to work and you got to come home and cut grass and you got to get the kids ready for school tomorrow and you got to cook. And she's just in the bed or in the bathroom throwing up. You know what I mean? It's just you got extenuating circumstances, and that's just part of the deal. But, you know, overall, macro speaking, you know, you got, like I said, you got roles. And as you go on, some people can do more this time, and then some other times they can't do more. They they only they can't even do their role. Mm-hmm. Other person got to step yeah. up. But if you with somebody that's like, okay, I'm I'm down for the long haul. I love you. And so since I love you, I'm I'm willing to do the work. They say all that, then it's like, okay, like what Alana said, like, you know, her husband is heavily based in entertainment. Pandemic hit, snitched it all away. Okay, he down. You know, he he cat and he only scored 12 points in this yep. game. I normally I only score 15 points. I average 15, 16 points. That's all that's expected of me. But this game, I gotta drop 30. Boom. She go out there to but try you, to drop but 30. But I think you, you missed the move. question because see, she had employment. Gainful, she was gainfully employed while when that happened for him. So that 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 balance is already there. What I'm saying is, but if I ha- wasn't, yeah, right. If, if she wasn't, because she wasn't. It, and she was a self-proclaimed modern woman. What if she was a traditional woman? And to, 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 just to just to frame it, because sometimes it helps to frame it. Think about the pursuit of happiness, right? Yeah, have y'all seen that movie? Uh, no, it, I it, I've never seen it. Willie, Willard yeah, Smith? Will Smith is the main character, but it's about uh, he plays. Mm-hmm. This this Chris is based Gardner. on the life of Christopher Paul Gartner. Yeah. Right, so this is a real man. He's playing the story of who literally this hat like he 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 makes a decision, an investment decision that just totally crumbles and takes out their whole financial mm-hmm. base. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and then he that's what that whole film was based on. So go ahead, Alon. I'm sorry, I just wanted to frame it. So oh, I was just, under, yeah, I was understands. just gonna say. So if 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 the tables were like a little bit different. And, you know, my husband, you know, he's the breadwinner. I'm I'm a stay-at-home wife. You know, I'm a homemaker. He comes in, babe, you know, everything has stopped. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to get in my bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Shit going to still move because I ain't going to be sitting around homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get me a job. I'm going to do whatever it is I got to do. And in the meantime, he is, you know, like looking for a different, you know, stream of income until everything else comes back. So it's still a partnership. I'm going to pick up whatever slack that I can. And and being, well, if if I was the homemaker, period, in you know, and I'm running the finances, I'm stashing for a rainy day also. Mm, okay, there and we that, go. That's, there we right. go. You yeah. know the point that I was going to make. You, you, you tightening yeah. your yeah. belt up. Yeah, you, you tighten you, your belt up. Mm-hmm. It's like before before we was eating lasagna. She, you know, she might have been cooking these grandiose meals right. three times a week or something. Now it's like 
Babe, we you know, even Raymond the top ramen <laughs> up, you know. <laughs> right. You know, she she just she just get like like Lana said, she get in the bag. When you get in the bag, you start doing tricks and flips with the money. Like she dressing the top ramen up with some canned <laughs> right. vegetables and put a little cheese whiz on it. <laughs> like this is what we gotta do. You know what I mean? She go out and get a job at McDonald's and he go get like a little job and then at night he get off work and then he go to this other job at Amazon right. warehouse. And then while he's still trying to put it together, it's like you just you grind it out. You get you, you it get is what you gotta it. do, you know it what I'm saying? And, and and hopefully you got a woman that's like I'm gonna get gutter with you, and then you know bring us bring us back. You know when you bring us back, then we can look back and on laugh. these times and laugh. Yep. Like remember we was in top ramen. Woo, nigga! Hopefully you ain't gotta go back to that. We learned our lesson. Right. All right, babe, you doing our, our stocks and and we diversifying our portfolio. Right. It's interesting because one of the things they teach in wife school, if you ever have um, heard of such a thing, uh, they talk to women not only about how to be homemakers, how to cook, clean. Uh, and and keep the house, but they also talked about multiplication, and what they what that that whole section of wife school is about is the money that comes through the door. Can you multiply it? Are you a multiplier of resources? So if he's bringing in money, if this is a wealthy man that you're with, because most of these women who go to wife school, they usually are getting prepared to marry, you know, wealthy men. A wealthy yeah. A wealthy man, right? And it's I I I, I was listening to Doctor Boyce Watkins. Um, and he had a lady on Rona, I think was her name. She was a teacher of one of these white schools. And she's a black lady. And she said that her classes in California are 98% white. And she's a black woman teaching white school. And and most of those white women want to know how to get with white men and black men. Now, just think about that. So they learn how to become wives. They want to get white men and black men. And when they're teaching them how to multiply, they're teaching them businesses you know, little business things that they could do. It's similar to what you said, Alana, about your uh, dad having hustles. Mm-hmm. It's like fe- the female version of that, right? The female hustles. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting that she said that's one of the integral parts of being with people royalty is understanding how to stay royal, how to stay wealthy, <laughs> you know, how to how to keep it, even in t- even in the downtimes, you know. Um, and, and it's good that you said what you said, Alana, about having a little stash on the side. Like you said, you stash yours up. You know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because, like, even, you know, even though we, you know, do the joint, you know, account thing, thing and everything like that, you know, we, you know, we still save money, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. put it to the side. Like, I have a separate savings account. Mm-hmm. He has a separate savings account. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you, you still got to, because, you, you don't, like you said, all this shit can be ripped from under you in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't never really, like, 100% feel just you know just that damn comfortable you know what i'm saying like because because uh, we've seen it like the whole world went through a, a damn pandemic you know like overnight well hell i and mean we millennials we've seen two depressions we seen, yeah we've seen two <laughs> depressions <laughs> like, a, millenn- uh, a damn pandemic we didn't we, we didn't see some things you, you know what listen, i'm saying so like i'm not 100 comfortable you know right, in, right. in that so you know i'm always trying to think ahead of well what if this and you know mm-hmm. and what if that so you know what i'm saying you gotta just always be thinking like you just can't like you can't just panic freeze up and just don't do shit but you, you know, know that's that that has been and, and, and it's funny because the argument could be made that a lot of men do that you know, the, if you look at the homeless population, it's the majority men. That's if you look true, at right. it, men right. will. And so, so the reason I brought up pursuit of happiness is because there are times when men's solution to I lost my job is fuck it. <laughs> I'm on well, the street. <laughs> but, there's, but there's something. But there's, uh, hold on. I, I, I won't, I won't say that. I, I there's something to that. Because um, you just said about there's men. But the difference is between men and women. 
women can get support. Women can get support from the government to help them sustain and provide for them where a man can't go mm -hmm. get that same support. A uh, man can't, you won't, you won't find too many men on welfare or receiving food stamps or any type of government assistance in that sense, unless they were in the military or uh, have a disability. But outside of that, you, you don't hear of too many men getting assistance, but a woman, or she can get it in a minute. Well, and let me take it a step further too, Dr. Buddy Lee. When I say fuck it, I'm not just saying they gave up. Literally, and the reason I brought that movie up is very, it's very telling because I don't know if you've if you've seen it, but it was very interesting. He chose to sleep in a bathroom. I've seen it. Yeah, I remember that. There you are shelters. Sleep? Yeah, there are. Have you been to a Listen shelter? Listen, what I'm trying to tell you: women will sleep in a shelter all day, but there are plenty of men. Yeah, but the, no, but no, women's they, shelters are totally different than men's shelters. And check this out. And, and check yeah. this out. Check this out. <laughs> it's interesting because. You have these men, and I'm not talking all because we do have cases. Like, don't get me wrong. There's mental, right? Mental issues. We have uh, uh, people who who were just abused or whatever, you know, like like and got kicked out their home, whatever. Um, or dis disability issues where, like, the veterans. You see a lot of veterans on the street who have these disabilities where they just can't do certain things. But the reason why I thought about that movie is because if he's an able-bodied man. Right, this is able-bodied. He can get to work, and it, and then he wants to work. Not with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not he um don't want to work. He actually want like he he had his kid with him. He wants to work. He wants to get back on his feet. But it's like it's certain prideful things that would happen. They'd be like, well, I, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't you know. And I thought about that. I said, man, I wonder how many men are out there that are like that. They, they, they're struggling. They're trying to get back on their feet. But, like, they won't go to the shelter. It's too nasty in there. This man slept in a bathroom where rats were coming by. That was crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, so, the, so, the, so also, also the other pieces that we're missing, like a, a, man, a male shelter, it ain't, it ain't a, lot, a lot of times it ain't because it's nasty. That ain't, that's a small part of it. It's that, nigga, you will get robbed, beat, like, like you get handled like in in a like it's not safe it's not safe you go in there you take your stuff you wake up all your stuff gone and then you just had one night of sleep and now you ain't got nothing on top of that so and then also you don't see many homeless women because i was just like for example i was just in cartagena colombia and being there you can really see the stark difference like you got you know you use a lot of poor people you know colombia you don't have a middle class you either you rich or you poor but the difference is is women down there they can you know, they can either have a man take care of them or they can sell their body and make a lot of money. Men can't you can't sell your body. So the men down there, they selling like little trinkets and little 
little stuff and they just struggling or they just got a bed. That's it. So a lot of the poor men down there, they just poor and they just struggling. And a lot of the poor women, they able to at least sell their body. They going through a lot with it, but they able to sell their body and actually live a comfortable, you know, somewhat comfortable life. So you got that aspect to it. Like who going to who gonna take care of a destitute man? Who going to take care of a destitute woman? You got more options. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now what I want to ask you guys on this subject then is does paying more of the bills affect the power dynamic in a relationship? It don't in mind. It depends on the communication between but yeah, the two it, people. Yeah, it, it depends on the people that you're dealing with. Because if they if somebody's selfish, if one person is selfish and the other one is a giving person, I mean, yes, it will balance out. But somebody's gonna feel like they're being taken advantage of. Wait a minute, yeah. hold on, wait a minute. So, so it'll balance out if somebody's selfish and the other one's giving. Well, I mean, it's it's going to balance out because, uh, you know, the yin and yang on that. But because you can't have two selfish people. Because okay. I, I, I've exp- I've seen that before. I've seen two selfish people, li- you know, basically you thought they were poor. Mm-hmm. But the only reason they were able to survive was because of the money that they made. They made great money. And they were married. I mean, they're married, you know. Mm-hmm. But they, since they weren't working together in unison and, and trying, they were all about self. You know, they were struggling, you know. Mm-hmm. But as time passed, when they started working together, things got better. Um, so I say, it, you know, it, it's all in the communication that they have with each other. And as long as they're willing to work together to make it happen, you know, I believe it can, it can you know, it doesn't matter who's making the money. Both will be able to survive. Mm. If men pay for the home, should the woman be required to contribute financially at all? It depends on that agreement again. Yeah, that is. I'm gonna contribute just because that's just how I was born and raised. Like, period. Like, I'm I'm just a contributor. I don't know how to not give. I'm a giver. So you know, but I know some you know some women who have the um the mindset of, you know, I'm not contributing shit. You know, other than, you know, maybe sex. I cook. You know, and I might clean. You know what I'm saying, and like, and fi- but financially, they don't want to provide nothing. Like, they just want to be taken care of or whatever, like that. That's personally not me, you know. But it's going to depend on the type of people that that you are encountering, because everybody's a little different. Right. We talked about Ebony K. Williams a few episodes back, and we we loosely talked about her requirements of marriage. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all remember, but basically, she don't want to pay a house note. But then she gave this pipe dream of a woman she she was going to be in return. So I kind of what I want to ask you guys is if a man is expected to be a traditional man, right? He pays basically takes care of, uh, he provides and pays for the, all the bills or whatever. What does that mean? What does that look like in return from the woman? What is she bringing to the table? Because it has been argued that cook clean is not what men are looking for. So what is that traditional woman that men are looking for if they can pay for everything? If you pay for everything, Freddie B, what does that woman need to be for you? I mean, I think you got some men out here that are that are simpish. And so they like to they like to trumpet being a feminist themselves to hide behind the lack of accountability as a man to stand up. And like cause the thing is, as a man, like you got to 
like the the onus falls on you with the family. Like you know, if the family gonna live or die, it falls on you, and that and that's a lot to deal with. And some men don't want that responsibility. And so instead of just saying, you know, obviously instead of saying like, oh yeah, I don't want that type of responsibility, they try to go on the other side and trumpet um, female empowerment, quote unquote, feminism. Like oh, you know, women need to da 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 this that and the third, so that she can pay for stuff. She can be responsible for a lot of stuff that he's supposed to be responsible for. So me. I mean, like I said, I think about roles. Once again, roles. When you have clearly defined roles, then you know what you need to be doing. Ain't no confusion. Right. When you don't have roles, there's confusion. Advice and confusion. It's like, oh, we just 50-50 and we just like living life and we just there for each other. What does that mean? And the thing is, people don't want roles because they don't want to be held accountable for failing. Because if they fail at something or they drop the ball at something, they don't want to feel bad and like, oh, well, dang, I messed up. And the thing is, is that... When you have a marriage, it's, it's really between y'all too. Like, like I get married, my wife, we're gonna have clearly defined roles. But if she fall up short, that's fine. That's fine. If I fall short, because I know I give grace, because I know I ne- exactly. I'm gonna need grace. And the thing is, I just I just said that to somebody uh, earlier today. Like people people want grace, but don't want to give it. They don't want to give grace. You mess up, they quick to crucify you and nail you to the cross. But then vice versa, when they need grace, they wanna they don't. You know, they want grace, but then they see they're not going to get it. So they try to maneuver and slither and like, well, that ain't me. Well, no, that ain't what I said. No, I ain't asked you to do that. No, I mean, but that ain't. And it's like, look, either you're going to do it and you're not. Either this your role or you're not. And so now we got into this thing where nothing is defined no more. It's just be whatever you want to be. And so if you can be whatever you want to be and you can define your own rules, that means you're never wrong. Because people can't handle being wrong and held accountable. Accountability is out the window. It looks like you have so many feelings, Fred, that you didn't even answer my question. <laughs> no idea where he was going. Yeah. I did. That. You said you said if I pay all the bills, that what she what she gonna be? Are you eating while we try to record? <laughs> hey, I'm fat, man. I'm fat. What can I say? Okay, so your your question was if she if I pay all the bills, what she supposed to do? Well, I'm I'm asking. Yeah, what does what does that look like in return? What does the man expected from the wife that? He's paying all the household bills for. I mean, I I, I would say to yeah. to cook and clean, cook and clean, take care of the household, like to make the mm-hmm. house a home. Like because if I'm paying for everything, I'm paying, I'm providing a house. Now you need to provide okay. the home. So what she looks like, her fertility, submissiveness, her. her you used to say uh, get her on your program. None of that matters. No, that's that's all part of making it a home. Oh, I, I, like her fertility okay. creating like cause cause a, a home a home is children. You got children. You got a pitter patter uh-huh. of little feet there. You know all, all that stuff. And because you think about what a home is, like you go into somebody's home, going to somebody's home ain't just one person there. Just two people there. Oh, they just live together because you got two adults. We just chilling. We don't we don't need much. When you got children, now you need more stuff, and that's what makes it a home. So you got that woman that's she's the. She's the she's it's like on a movie set, which you know I say this like Thomas, you know you've been on movie sets. I've been on movie sets. I don't know Lana and Buddy if y'all been on movie sets, but you on yeah. a movie set. You got the director and you got the first AD. Uh-huh. Who's who's the person you hear yelling out all the all the directors and I right, da, 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 this that and the third. Who's who's that person that you hear yelling out all that out? The AD. Right, the first AD. You don't yep. hear the director talking and hey everybody get name da da da. Aside from Spike Lee, he's a special case. Spike Lee is very <laughs> different. But generally speaking, you hear the first AD telling everybody where they need to go. Cameras rolling. They shout out all the director. The director you don't ever hear. Director just tells silently the first AD da 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 da. They got their communication, but you hear the first AD, and that's a household like like a, a structured household. 
mom is taking care of everything. Dad is there. You know, he makes sure behind the scenes everything working, everything is connected. But mom is taking care of everything. And then when dad got to step in, now you know it's a problem. If like the, at the, any point in time, mom could decide, okay, I'm done. I don't want to deal with this. And she should be able to do that and then drop it off on dad. And then dad step in like, okay, if the kid's acting up, all right, I'm going to tell your daddy. Then daddy got to step in. Now you know there's a serious problem. And so you knew how those clearly defined roles, then that's when things could operate. But yeah, if I'm taking care of the, if I'm taking care of the house, you take care of the home. You paying all the bills. Who who is responsible for Correct. the family portfolio then? It should now, be both. Now that them. that I would say that I would say who between two people, you know who's more fiscally responsible, who has mm-hmm. the knowledge. True, true. Yep. You know, you because you if you got say for instance, me and Jane, we get together and I'm the super fiscally responsible person. I know about stocks, bonds, 401ks, Roth IRAs, all these types of uh-huh, cryptocurrency. 529 plan, business, you know, yeah, mutual funds, right. REITs. I, right. I know about all that. And then Jane don't really know about that. Where she where, From the background she came from, she's still learning. It wouldn't make, it's not fiscally responsible. That's not smart to then dump the accounting off on her. It wouldn't make any sense because she don't know. Like, I know. So maybe maybe in, eventually we can do that. She gets with me like maybe eventually she's like, okay, babe, I see that you do a lot. And so eventually I want to take that burden off you. So while you're doing it, I'm going to make sure I'm there. I'm present to learn all these things, doing my own work on my own time to build myself up. But obviously starting out, I'm going to handle that. I'm going to handle the accounting. Yep. Do we think the 50-50 household has come about because of the rise of feminism? See, senor. I'm going to now now I'm going to tell you I'm going to say on this part, you know, since since I'm, you know, I guess I'm the only one who's been divorced. Uh, uh, you know, get, get your hurt off, buddy. Lee. L- no, it's no hurt. Think. No, 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 it's no hurt. But I'm just going to tell you from uh, I mean, mine wasn't as bad as some people's. But, um, you know, there are some men who've been taking care of the household, take care of all this stuff for the house. Then there's a divorce. Now the man does not have the house anymore that he's still paying for. He does not have a car that he's still paying for. He's got to pay child support. And depending on how much money he made, now he's got to pay alimony. Mm, well, don't forget, I was he, like, don't forget that alimony check. So, so now he's paying all that and he's got to start completely over. So he feels like he's gotten robbed in the situation. And so, you know, some some guys are like, no, if we're going to go into this, we're going we're gonna to split this so we both feel it. Because if I'm going to lose everything, at, at least I'm only going to lose half, not not 100% and still have uh, to still take care of you and everything else, too. So some of that some of that comes from that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have met it just like, you know, uh, uh, you know, traveling outside the country and uh, even within the country, you know, I've talked to various people from different countries and, and it's like, even I'm shocked to even hear so many women now are saying, you know, don't rely on a man, you know, we, we're going to split these bills because I don't want you want him to feel like he has ownership over me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they'll bring it up saying, no, um, yeah, I mean, you can take care of the house, but I'm taking care of the lights and the water and, and, and the gas and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. You know, we're not, you're not going to have 100% ownership over me. It also helps with the divorce proceedings, too, when she's paying stuff because that that allows them to see, oh, she contributed in this fight, this this definite, uh, what do they call it, um, finite way that we can, that's trackable. 
right? right. So now, right. oh, now she definitely that alimony gets bigger. But but you said something, <laughs> but Dr. Buddy Lee, and I wanted to bring up the story. This is a personal story to me, but I'm I'm, I'm saying this to make a bigger point. Um, I guess she'd be my step. She would she would she's not technically my auntie, but I'm gonna call her my auntie for the sake of of ease. My auntie was married to a man who took care of the household, made the money. She went to her job and she made her own money, which she pretty much kept, you know, for herself. And they had a kid together and he ended up passing early. He ended up passing early. And when I say early, he was in his fifties. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't relatively young, but he was not relatively old, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and we all know that, you know, we should be saving 401ks and doing all this other stuff, getting ready for retirement around 60. So, you know, we should be getting ready to retire. When his financial portfolio was opened up, out of all the years of working, he had been paying that house note, paying it, paying it, paying it, paying it, paying it, paying it. And they found that he only had $8,000 in a Roth RRA left. He did have some insurance that t- that's going to take care of the little girl. Uh, and they're going to use that for her college fund. But after that, there was nothing else left because he gave everything. He literally gave all of himself. She even mentioned that to me when we talked about it. So here is the question I kind of developed from that story after talking to her. What type of man pays for it all and has nothing left for himself? A lot. The man is a lot? No, yeah, you what said what mean, kind of man? What type? Oh, what type? I thought you said what? Okay. but I brought that up because Alana eloquently spoke earlier that she was a modern woman. And I thought to myself, this in this case was a modern woman who was married to a traditional man. Mm-hmm. So what type of man pays for it all and has nothing left for himself? It, does this make sense today? To still be traditional men and, and 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 be married to these women who have been raised by the feminist era, who are modern women, essentially. Any thoughts? Uh I mean, I, I would say, you know, it's a it's a standard that has to be set. I know me personally, you know, I have a personal I have a personal standard, you know what I mean? And you got so many cause cause men men are about sex. Like we are, you know, our focus is sex primarily and then when we find that one like oh okay she this is somebody i can build with then it then it transitions into a, a relationship but with that being said a lot of men let that dictate the overall picture for them and so then they'll simp and they'll 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 compromise their standards and what they know that should be the case to you know not not bump heads with women and not argue and all the other type of stuff and then they'll just they'll just they'll lessen themselves. Like me personally, like if I'm a, if I'm a data woman, like I know I know what I expect, and that's what I expect. And then if a young lady does not fit that profile, that's that's fine. There's no love loss. I'm not mad at her or anything. She just doesn't fit that profile. But I'm not going to, you know, change the, that vision of those roles because it's it's order. I'm about order. Like when you have order, then you 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 tend to you tend to miss all that confusion. Like if a divorce happened, even having a divorce, but even if a divorce happens, then the, the separation of assets, so on and so forth. When you have order, and that's the thing. A lot of order is missed 
because you got a lot of men who aren't setting order. Like, yo, this is what I expect. This is the plan. Having a plan, having a future short-term, long-term plan for the relationship, for her, for yourself, for your family. And a lot of men are scared to do that because they like, okay, I don't feel like arguing. Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, there's no argument. It's just it, This is what it is. You can tell me what you think, and then from there, I listen to what you say, and okay, taking it, okay, that's good. Okay, let's implement this, let's implement that, and let's implement this, and then we move forward. But you got a lot of men who aren't doing that, and so then now you got this dichotomy, this difference between like men still kind of wanting to be traditional, but you got this moderate, the rise of the modern woman, and and accountability isn't there. And then and really, really it's like you got people trying to cherry pick the best uh points of each thing like men trying to cherry pick the best points of being traditional and women trying to cherry pick the best situations of being modern and and now it's like oil and water men and women trying to mix what do you call a woman who needs a man to make most of her basic decisions for her but wants all the benefits of being an independent woman delusional (laughs) A spoiled child. Yes. <laughs> Straight up delusional. <laughs> and that's my, like, that's my, you know, like, my point, like, what irritates me about when it comes to this conversation with, you know, when, when I see, like, when you said you were doing research, you know what I'm saying, like, online, Thomas, and you noticed that uh, a lot of women were saying that the man should pay for everything, but if you notice, they were single. Right. Right. So... I think they have uh there's a misconception that you can it's it's almost like they want to be you you want the perks of the traditional lifestyle of being taken care of and all this kind of stuff but then you have the nerve to have the attitude of the whole independent woman and that don't mix mm-hmm. because if you think about the how the traditional relationship used to be you know it wasn't, you know, the woman didn't have, you know, all this newfound attitude and all this newfound empowerment and all this, you know, and all that stuff that that women nowadays have, um, you know, because they're making their own money, because they can be uh, self-sufficient and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, back in the day, like, my, um, my granddad, you know, took care of my grandmother financially, mm-hmm. but he didn't want no lip. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. right. I'm take, to, I got it. I don't want no lip from you now. <laughs> he wanted. He that wanted sounds to, like some old folk stuff too, right? There. Exactly. He don't, listen, he don't I'll want put no, that food in the refrigerator, no but I don't want no lip. Uh, right. I don't want no <laughs> lip. Lips on my dick. You know, that's his words. You know, that that it came with that attitude of I'm. You know, I'm the man. I'm the head of the household. I'm gonna move how I want to move. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a, and mm-hmm. a modern woman. It's not really going to just lay down and take you going to move how you want to move because you paying the bills. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's a contradiction between what they want. It's like they like you said, they want to cherry pick, you know, well, yeah, I want to be financially taken care of from the traditional side. But then I also want to be able to, you know, voice my opinion and have a say so in the household and how things should be ran. And it's like those don't always mix. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's impossible, but you know what I'm saying? It's just that to be realistic for nine times out of 10, that, a lot of those ain't going to mix. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because me and Pops had a conversation with... Uh, uh, Your pop? Well, no. Oh, okay. uh, uh, Fred's pops. Well, no, because I call my pop pop. That's why we oh. no, said me and me pops. And, I'm trying to figure out who well, pops no. you're talking to. No, when we were down <laughs> in Panama and, and we were with uh, Fred's pops, you know, I was sitting there with him and we had a conversation. I don't know the girl's name, but everybody called her first class. Um, she, <laughs> so you Shout know out what, to first class if you're yeah. if you, if you hearing oh, it. Yeah. Shout so, out. So she was talking about, you know, she would she would prefer to have a man that makes good money and take care of everything. And I was like, do you understand what comes with that? I mean, you're going to lose a lot of your what you want to have independence. Not not I'm not saying that all men are going to be like that, but majority you're going to lose that independence that you have in order to, to live that lifestyle and have what you want that way. Are you willing to do that? And she and what shocked me was she said, you know, I've I've learned and I understand, I understand what I have to do. I was like, wow, okay, because, you know, it that's that's where we're running into a problem with a lot of this now. Um, it's it's kind of like it's it's one of these situations like this. A woman wants a man to show chivalry, but then she'll snap at a man saying, I can open my own door. Well, which one do you want? I mean, you can't have it both ways. Either either you want somebody to take care of you and do all these other things, but when he comes home, he shouldn't have to sit up here and look for food or or the house is nasty because and you haven't been at work. Or you don't work. You don't do anything. But the house is nasty, you know, or just whatever it is where, you know, you can't you can't have it both ways. I mean, right. either. Well, well, I mean, I was going to add to to Buddy Lee, like you were saying about uh, first class, I think the thing women, you know, to to your point, <clears throat> you have that man that's taking care of everything. It's not necessarily like, oh, you can't be independent. It's just, it's more so of like you have duties. Like understand, like your duties encompass a certain thing. And and to uh, uh, Alana said earlier about women who like, oh, I'm just you know, I'm a provide sex and a little bit of like sex ain't no provision. No. Like if you're providing sex, you're literally providing something that any other woman can provide. Yep. So don't be surprised if that's what you're providing and that's what you're leading with. That's the same thing men who lead with money. Men who can't provide like and say like I said going back to intellectually, emotionally, spiritual uh guidance and protecting providing those in those realms. There's some men who can't do that. All they have is financial and they lead with their money. They show you, you no know, cars. They put up in cars, nice clothes and buying this and throwing money around. If that's what you're leading with as a man. That's all you got. And that's all you can provide for a woman. Just understand that there are other men who can provide all those things just as easily because that's an easy proposition to provide. And so. Well, Freddie B, I got to push back you, on you that. I mean, what, what, what I was going to say is that then people will call those women gold diggers. Like they're not gold diggers because that's what you led with. You led with your pocketbook. You led with your money. So she's not a gold digger. That's what you provided. And so then you gave it to her. She, she took it. Vice versa, women who who like, oh, I'm going to provide sex. And then men who like get the sex from her. And then, okay, then they got other girlfriends on the side. And they got sex with me. You get mad. Like you can't you can't even fix your mouth to get mad and call him a hoe or or whatever. Like all you providing is sex. That ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can go to like I said I was just in Cartagena yeah you can go to Cartagena Columbia bad chicks 
and purchase them for $80. <laughs> like $80. That is a dinner. That's me taking you out on a date. But with them, $80. And then I can tell her, like, all right, you can leave. I can dictate my time and everything. Well, you can just dictate her. <laughs> yeah, I can dictate her. Like, she's going she gonna to do whatever I want her to do. She's wow. going she gonna to do literally whatever I want her to do for $80. And she's fine. Well, you you just leading with sex, and I, and then with you, I can't even do anything anything under the sun that I want to do, mm-hmm. and I can't even tell you to get out when I want you to get out. And the crazy thing is, what you paying for is for her to leave. You're not paying for the sex. You paying for her right. to go away when you get done. Exactly. Well, listen, you know the, the where I was going to push back on in Freddie B's statement was when he was talking about men that leave with their money because there are not a lot of men who fit the bill of what women would say have that level of money they're looking for. But in general, I actually agree with the statement because any man can leave with his money. Like he could be like, uh, like Alana said, what she said, 34,000 there, you yeah. know, he could be at 34,000 there and leave with his money and just put his money out there like that. So I, I agree with you from that, from that standpoint on average though. And when we talking about first class, right, when we're talking about first class, you know, shout out to her again, those women are looking for a man of a certain status. And there is a video clip out there that uh, if you're listening to this, you know, I really don't like to bring it up a lot, but I, I will bring this clip up by Kevin Samuels called Stop Telling Women There's No Hope. And it's, it's an interesting title because it's, it's definitely clickbaity because it's not even about this. <laughs> but because he really is about to tell a woman there's no hope. And, the re- and what he does in this clip, which is very, I think, very brilliant is instead of giving her the normal rhetoric that he would give women about why things aren't going to work, why they can't have the man at this level, he went numerically and broke it down on how many black women that are eligible and, and, and that are eligible for marriage versus how many black men that are of this elk or this status that these women are looking for. And essentially, after breaking it down, how many people in America are black, you know, how many of those people are men? How many people are those women? And he got it all the way down. It was 181,000 men who were eligible for these 7.5 million black women. Of those 181,000, he said, we got to talk about who ain't married first. So we got to, so all the ones that's married can't include them. Then we got to talk about who ain't gay. So you got to you got to take them out because they're not trying to get with a woman. <laughs> and then you got to talk about for them, the last straight non-married men that are left, the ones who actually want to marry. The hundred and eighty one thousand when he did the number was two point four percent of that one that seven point five million, which means that's how much hope you got. But then when you start adding these other factors, your hope gets even less. And I thought it was interesting because when we started talking about this subject about men paying for everything, one of the things I thought about is the modern black woman is looking for the six figure man, right? That, that's what we hear a lot on the streets, basically. You know, you hear these women, they want a man making more than them. When you add into the fact that a lot of these women have college education, right? Not, nothing wrong with your college education, you know, master's degrees, bachelor's degrees. And they can take they can take up jobs where they may be starting out in the 50s, 60s. It's less likely for them to be with a man that's making less than them. He spoke on how, you know, the attitudes change. So I, I love that we brought that up er, earlier in the show about 
you know, if you can be with that woman who's making more than you, but can the woman be with the man that's making less than her? That's the, you know, and I'm just talking about off the rip. This is, you know, this ain't y'all was together and he lost his job. We talking about from the rip. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why we, I love right. that he brought up first class because they talking about from the rip. They're not talking about they've been together. She got to get with him first. She right. got to get with that. And then you got to understand back to Freddie B's point. And the reason why I want to push back on it. But, but like I said before, he, he, he said the part where he just said men in general. But if you talk about men that are high earners, you know, what I'm saying flexing their wallet. They really have way more options than the women do to them. They have way more options. They have no incentive to to marry other than they want to be married. And even then, they still got options. So sex cannot be the only thing you put on the table, ladies. Because sex can come from another one of these 7.4 million, 7.5 million women out there. You know, this black. And he said, and, and he said, all these women are competing for these same men. But check this out. They forget one thing. That's just the black women. You got women of other races also competing for these men. The reason why I brought up white school. How the white women, they looking for white and black. They ain't say just white. They looking for white and black women. Let me, let, me, let me throw this one there too You got also women in, in other countries I was just about <laughs> right. to say that I was like, Then we start traveling it's a whole nother animal You know yeah, I mean because the, the thing is is You know if you're a black man You travel like I'm just in Panama Dolo Solo I'm just walking around women is just talking Like I can literally just talk to a woman Like hey how you doing and it's on Everywhere I travel South Africa Panama Croatia like it's nothing for me to spark up a conversation and get the interest of a of, a, of an attractive, domesticated woman. Mm-hmm. Every single trip I've taken, it is nothing. Women who are who want to be housewives, who want to get on the program, who want to be domesticated, who want to look after the bottom line. Because if there's if there's anything that nobody remembers, anything I said this whole episode is that you look at when when I was talking about um, order, mm-hmm. men are responsible for the top line, women are responsible for the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Like, and when you get in a relationship, the man should be focused on trying to take us higher, higher, higher. Take the family higher, higher, higher. The women should be focused on make sure that if a drop happens, the drop don't go don't go too far. Like kind of what Alana was saying. Like you know, like she you know she at the home, she see the money. Like okay, boom, where can I where can we put this money? What discussions can I have with babe to where we can invest this money to grow this money? What hustles can I be putting together? Oh, in the in the in our downtime to make sure our money tight is continue to grow and our money is working for us. Like he bringing in the money, just like he bring the house, I make it a home. He bring the money, I make it wealth. Like he bringing the riches, I make it wealthy. You know what I mean? So that's the that's the concept. But yeah, to what's your point? That's seven point five million in America, right, nigga? That's not even that's, counting that's the, women the in black Panama women. We ain't talking white. We ain't talking Hispanic. We just talking, we talking about black. Panamanian, Colombian. We ain't talking about the country, Peruvian, right? Right. Argentinian, South African, <laughs> Nigerian, Ghanaian. And he he broke it down and did the math. He did the math, and it was just like my like just me watching it. And I was just like, I ain't never thought of it like that. He just did the math live on air for her. Like, I'm just let me get my calculator. Okay, let's let's. Man, let's the, the whole world wants a black man. <laughs> the whole world values a black man, ex- except for maybe a few in America. But you leave out the country, nigga. We celebrities, man. man. man you ain't lying. <laughs> What was you going to say, Dr. Butler, you had something that you wanted to add to that? Oh, I was just going to add on to it, too. And, and, and what I've noticed in some, some of the people I've met from other countries, they were raised, some, not all, but I mean, if you compare it to America, majority of them, quite a few of them are raised to get married, 
and have a family. And I mean, they're taught that structure because it was even shocking to me, somebody I was with that, you know, even if we were at odds, she was still going to make me a plate. I was like, mm-hmm. and I was, I was, you know, I'm so Americanized. I'm like, go give fix my own plate. Cause she, she mad at me, but no. And then I saw her dad, her mom and dad do the same thing. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. her mom and dad were at, or her mom was mad at, at her dad, but the mom, the mom went and made that plate for dad and gave it to him. I was like, absolutely. That's shocking. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, Cause that's, that's her man. That's her responsibility. Yeah, I'm going like, to still you. take care of you. Like, even though I might yeah. be a little, might, might be in a little disagreement, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like my, my, my role does not change. My responsibility does not change, you know, to you and, and how we provide and care for each other does not change just because I'm a little upset with you. One other thing I wanted to talk about while we're on the subject, and I brought up Ebony K. Williams because I thought it was so profound what she said. Not profound, but it was just, it was very intriguing to me what she talked about when she she specified what she wanted in a man and what she was willing to do as a woman. And I thought to myself, okay, he pays the mortgage. We're looking at a woman. She probably, let's just, I'm going to just go ahead and guess that she makes at least $300,000 a year. She's a lawyer in New York. She's also on Real Housewives of New York. So I'm just going to say she at least making 300 k a year. Okay. When she decides to marry a man, it becomes very difficult for her to marry down. And here's why I think when we talk about this 50-50 or should a man pay at all, it really has to be a discussion that we, we start to really talk about more. If he's a man making an average salary, Let's say for New York, he's making sixty some thousand. Okay, he's making a salary. Average for New York. What's average for New York? (laughs) Average for New York is like closer to like seventy five. Okay, so he's making seventy five thousand. She's making three hundred. Can she, because she wants him to pay the mortgage, or should she expect to downgrade her lifestyle so that he can pay a mortgage that he could afford? Well, you remember I brought that up about that. Uh, that on the last episode about when we talked about, you know, she wants she wants that you know she's this big time lawyer she's got all this stuff and then now she wants uh, him to take care of this. Well, I mean, you you got to let that man you can't you can't uh, overextend him like that because he you're gonna wind up killing him for him to try to keep up with you because you're making three hundred k, but. If she can downgrade a little bit or they can work together to either, you know, I say this, if she's if she's really good at it and, you know, wanting this man to be this way, she would actually help him to be get to that place where he's making 300K, too. And then they both can live that lifestyle that she wants. Well, that sounds great. That's all great. That That's good for future proof. But I'm talking about let's getting with him. He got to start paying a mortgage when they get together. So he hey, got. So what I'm saying is. Is it okay? And maybe this is a better question for somebody like Alana. I don't know. But the question I'm asking really more is toward what do we think about if I'm going to pay all the bills, then you got to be, you got to live the way I can afford to, to make us live or uh, allow us to live. Right. I mean, if that, if that is her expectation that he, you know, that he pay for everything, her money you know, is her money. Ain't got yeah, her, her money is her money right. that he pays for everything that she's going to have to. There's got to be some compromise somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those you can't have a cake and eat it too situations. Like you can't expect him. You can't expect to live the $300,000 lifestyle and he's on the $75,000 budget. 
Right. Like, that's just not realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if, if that's your expectation, you know, that he's paid for, pays for everything, then you going to have to, you know, come come up off something. Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or chip in. Shit. <laughs> Freddie B? I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what type of lifestyle she currently lives. You know, I mean, maybe she make three, four, five hundred thousand a year, but she actually lives a seventy five thousand dollar lifestyle. You know, a lot of people do that. And so if she doing that, then the dude makes seventy five k. Well, what what I mean by is in general, not even just her specifically, but like women who expect men to pay everything. Should this also be a part of the expectation that? Okay, if he's a, 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 I think where were you at? Were you in Wisconsin with your with your prices, Alana? If he's a thirty five thousand dollar man. Can she rock with a thirty five thousand? What thirty five thousand dollars can pay in rent or a mortgage? She gonna have to. That's that's the thing. Like like, and I I've said that I, I used to do my videos and I tell women all the time like you can't you can't get caught up in the potential. Like who who that man is right when you met him. That's what you gotta build with. That's what you gotta be, you know, happy with. So if you make a thirty five k, that's the life you live in. And if that's the life you don't want to live in, you just can't do it. Then that's you with the wrong man. You need to go find you a man that fits the bill. Because the thing is, like I said, financial, financially speaking, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually speaking, you got to find that person that can protect and provide. And, and if that's what you want, that can protect and provide for those things in, 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 the, in the faction that you need. You know what I mean? Even even spiritually. You know, if we take it spiritually. If you a woman and you were in a spiritual place, you wouldn't get with a man that's like, like you know, if you're a Christian and you've been in Christian, you you know, you reading your Bible, you 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 you're very knowledgeable about Christian dogma. You it doesn't make sense for you to meet a man who, while you with him, he just came to Christ and he just started. He can he can do nothing for you spiritually, you know, emotionally. A man who's emotionally hurt, he can't he can't guide and lead you emotionally. But emotionally, you're fine. But this man is damaged. You can't be with him. It doesn't make sense. Like, okay, you're going fit, to fit a square peg in a round hole. So going back to financials, the same concept. It's like, okay, you up here, he not there, and this is what you want, but he can't provide it. That's not the man for you. That's easy. Well, there it is. There it is. Whew. All right. So, listen, we, we got way too many feelings on this on this topic. But, but, but do I need to ask the question again, or are we pretty set? Should a man be expected to pay the whole thing, or is, is 50-50 enough? What, what do we think? I think uh, it should be expected. You so I afraid to be? You say he should be expected to pay all the bills. See, senor. All right, Doctor Buddy Lee. I say he should be expected, but there should be a conversation behind it, mm-hmm. just so there's clarity for both parties to know what's going on. Up, you know, with their finances. Okay, so he should be expected, but it should be. Uh, I got confused on your answer, so it should <laughs> be expected. I mean, it should be expected, but. It's yeah, just I mean, not, basically, buddy, he's saying it should be expected. I mean, because conversations—you you married. Hopefully, you having conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that kind of is like I hope so. Yeah, I hope right. So. Hopefully, you having conversations. If you, like, I can't imagine somebody being married. You never have a conversation with your, <laughs> with your soon to be partner. So, but yeah, buddy Lee agrees with me. Yeah. Okay. Or I agree with buddy Lee. Okay. <laughs> a lot of boo. I do not think it should be expected that All he right. pay for everything. The women should. The women should chip in. If that if now that depends on the woman. So if she feels like you know that that's what she wants, then that's what she should go get. But for me, I do not feel like it's uh, expected that the man should pay for everything. Gotcha. In my life, I, I'm chipping in regardless. I heard that. All right, was you, y'all heard? Hey, listen, they put it on wax today. Period. 
<laughs> and that's on period. period. I don't know who said that. <laughs> City girls, I think. Oh, okay. Because yep. <laughs> I look at it with Alana, what she was saying, I look at it as I'm taking care of everything. And then what she brings to the table is just added to it. It's like, it's, you know, instead of us paying off this house in uh, 15 years, oh, we're going to pay it off in, in six just because she's contributing to the table, you know, at the same time. That's, that's, that's a less, yeah, less of a, a burden on us, both yeah, of us. Yeah, I'm going to add too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to take from. I'm going I'm to add her. Okay. Well, you know, I think we uh, definitely, yeah, I think we could talk about this all night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We have way too many feelings about, you know, whether the man should pay all the bills or the women should chip in. Should it be a 50 50 deal? Who knows? Um, I've been here with. Shemaine Man Freddie B. <laughs> and. It's your girl, Lana Boo. I'm contributing for you. Ooh. <laughs> you see how she did it on the background? <laughs> and this is true. Who else? We got the good doctor, Dr. Buddy Lee. Are you paying for it all? Oh, you you gonna do it? Okay, listen, never mind. Look, and, and I'm yours truly, T Staples. And make sure you catch us next time when there are too many feelings. Peace.